The podcast which you are about to hear is politically incorrect and offensive. The opinions expressed by the three assholes recording it are done so solely for comedy purposes. Listener discretion is advised. This is the Whiskey Reel. Four and three and two and one. No reason, no conscience, no understanding, and even the most rudimentary sense of good or evil. If what you say is true, the Shaolin and the Wu-Tang could be dangerous. Your mother sucks big fucking elephant dicks. Got that? Come on now, dog. You know I give you the mad, fat, superfly, stupid, dope, dumbass, retarded, bomb shit props. Take a big step back and literally fuck your own face! You guys like your frozen yogurt with a side of racism? Dude, did you see no. all of that? I saw all of it. You saw all I of saw it. All okay, of it so let's down. do a timeline. Um, we're we're going to jump into this, and then we'll talk about who we are and what we're doing here. But I, I cannot get enough of this story. Um, a local business in town. In Durango, uh, you know what? I'm not going to nuance it. There's a yogurt shop in our town in Durango, Colorado <laughs> called Top That. Yes. There's a yogurt shop called Top That for the last... Several months, they've taken it upon themselves to be the um, spearhead of the Trump-Pence re-election movement. And that's fine. <laughs> yeah. that's and your, all the other Republican candidates, because they have a that, sign for right, every right, single right. one up that's their window. That's your right as an individual. I don't recommend it as a business to get political, <laughs> because you alienate somebody, regardless of your beliefs. That's, yeah. just my, that's my business hat. As people, I don't agree with you whatsoever. You kind of pigeonhole yourself to me as a particular kind of person. That being said, it's your right to do that. 100%. I support your right to do that. However, um, they had, uh, I think it was a week or two ago, there was a field trip. A local school was walking by. Some of the school kids flipped them off through the window. And their response to that. Apparently. And their response to that was to call the police. Yeah. Because their soft little souls can't take being flipped off by children. Um, so that was I, haven't, I haven't heard that part. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. was the, the the first time they hit the news yes. was because of that. There was a it was a you didn't know about that. It no. was a lightly organized by the high school. It was by the high and school, and they had a chaperone, and oh. so they're questioning whether policy was now uh, broken. Now, so that 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 starts something, right? Now, now, then, now we have the Indigenous Peoples well, March. Me, hold on, can I back up one step before you get launch into that part? Yeah. And I want you to talk about that part. The problem with that was the teacher. Now that was the. Uh, chaperone or whatever you want to call it, it now might lose their job. Yeah. Because one of the kids... So this does have ripples in a pond. It's not just... And by the way, you're calling cops on children flipping you off. Yeah. Is that part of the... Is that part of police procedure? Is there a law that I haven't read saying you can't flip people off? Uh, That's not a thing, right? No. Okay. Just asking. Okay. Then... Okay. So that started the snowball. We talked about snowballs, right? That's the thing going down the mountain. And after that, the scaredy cat pussy humans that run that place and that work there straight were so worried uh, that they've been, you know, they've been like, oh my God, we're being attacked. And I'm like... Not really. No. So then the Indigenous Peoples March happens on Columbus Day, what most people call Columbus Day. I like to think of it as Indigenous Peoples Day. A lot of communities Amen. have changed it to that. So they um, they had heard that that march was going to come by and harass people and possibly do some property damage. 
So they heard a rumor. And so a crazy, uh, a crazy lady in Cortez who's been organizing a ton of shit out there decided to organize with the approval of the business owners, no matter what they say, to gather a bunch of pro-Trump anti-mask armed nutbags to gather in front of top that so that when the indigenous people's and march they, went by, they, were they would be protected. They so, were armed, by the way. They had AK. They yeah, had like they were armed. They were armed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that happens, and then almost by some form of retard magic, they had also had people screenshot a Facebook post they put up that said, "We are offering ten percent. We're offering ten percent off to anybody who comes in and says Happy Columbus Day, and another ten percent off if you're not wearing a mask. And if you look at the sign they have, their chalkboard sign inside there that the Herald took a picture right. of, it says your mask is as worthless as Dean Brookie, who's our mayor, part of the city council." which is very liberal. And so of course they, hate Boy, they're really like in this and it's fine. If you don't agree with the local politics, if you, if you fall on a side of something, I don't believe in that's your absolute right. I will defend your right to have that. I no. get it. But when you start basically poking the bear and uh, as a business, as us, as not a business owner, but I run a number of local businesses mm-hmm. here. Um, we do everything we can to protect our employees and to protect the general public. Uh, so for them to basically thumb their nose at that. So subsequently, after after hearing about but to that. Have both after, those happen at the same time. They're idiots. Now, listen, to give some context for the Facebook post, yeah. they are claiming that an employee who apparently wasn't happy with their politics, wasn't happy with what happened with the Indigenous March or the high school thing. They think they are claiming an employee posted that to be to fuck them over. Right. Um, but nobody's believing that no, whatsoever. No. They and deleted their whole Facebook not, page. Not, which is which to a de- which to a business is the death knell, right? I mean, you delete your Facebook page. That's basically you tucking your tail and running. But but the, oh, the video <laughs> the video is the thing that got me. It wasn't so much their political beliefs. It wasn't the fact yeah. that they have a Trump registration booth in the front. It wasn't any of that. I don't care about that. The thing that really got me in that set me off personally, knowing that they're pieces of shit already. Sorry, but that's just my feelings. They are pieces of shit. Um, that when they die, the I will not cry. You have indigenous people dressed in Native American garb peacefully doing their constitutional mm-hmm. rights, not causing trouble. And then you had a bunch of fucking Bubba's and Jethro's in front of the business, flipping them off, saying USA. Chanting USA. The irony, USA. The irony, the irony of you doing that yeah, is, yeah. is I can't write that irony. Well, these people are so uneducated and so religious that they still these they won't say it, but they still believe in manifest destiny. They believe that God told us to tame the savage and take the land to build a good Christian country. Does anybody? And those people, I'm sorry, I would like you all to poison yourselves and your children so that we have no more of you for a long, long time. They are. They're eating Papa John's. So, (laughs) but 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 uh, but like they don't understand. Do they understand the genesis and the derivation of what America was? We ran from religious persecution like this we are just coming full fucking circle brother they want dude you're talking about a people who don't believe that the savages on this land that are wearing loincloths are actual humans like they to them it doesn't register so they don't care and they still feel that way the constitution constitution three-fifths human you know the funny thing about religious persecution when we you know came over here in my opinion is that i think the english were right (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, if we, what are pilgrims? 
Quaker the Quaker sky. They're yeah. fucking puritanical <laughs> religious yes. nightmares. Zealots. You yes. know what I mean? Zealots. And that's what the British were kicking out of fucking England was puritanical fucking pilgrims yeah. that needed to go someplace the fuck else. Fuck the founding fathers. They're dead. They got nothing to do with what we're going through right now. Yeah. The, the yeah. Constitution was supposed to be living and breathing and, and, and changing. That's the whole point. So it's so funny that constitutionalists constantly mm-hmm. call back on that as remember what the founding fathers the founding fathers, fuck them. Mm-hmm. So they're like, not here right now. Yeah. Uh, but but that uh, yogurt company, and they're called Top, top that, that frozen top yogurt I, I, on I am Main Avenue in Durango. On Main Avenue, yeah. they're right off of college. Do not yeah, give them any money. Them. <laughs> How's that? Vote with your money. Don't give them any money. Fuck them. Don't mm. do them any harm per se. I'm not going to tell people to like throw no. shit through their window. I'm not going to tell people to not work there. I'm not going to tell people <laughs> to uh, annoy them and protest in front of their place 24 seven. I wouldn't say that because that would be the wrong thing to do, right? But if you do do that. We're not going to be mad at you. I, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying it wouldn't. I could sleep tonight knowing that happened. I could agree. I'd be fine. Yeah, with someone pitching a fucking trash can through their window. Oh like, yeah, you're going to go Mookie. I'm not going to never condone that, and I don't want anybody to do that. But yep, if someone no. does want to do that, I'm not please call sleep. me so I can have enough time to pop some popcorn. Will <laughs> you send us the video? Yes, yes. that's all I'm asking. Because yes. we can need we content. get an exclusive? But don't that's do all that. we need is content. Don't anybody yeah. do we that. Need can you guys commit a felony for our content? That would be cool. That no, don't would. ask them to do that. We don't want them to nope. do that. <laughs> nope. But we'd like, as a as as a journalistic I group, <laughs> as your attorney, as your attorney, I sir. have to advise you to shut the fuck. Wait up. a minute, you're not a Jew. <laughs> uh, sorry, uh, but I know he's so out of fucking so nowhere. Oh, I was talking to Walnuts about his court case, which is why that popped up. Oh, which one? Yeah. Because. No, the domestic one? one or the no. other one? No, nah, dude. He We've all, uh, he doesn't have any DJ, Aaron, homie. <laughs> Aaron, myself, and, and Walnuts have the same attorney. Yes. And he did great. But He's I a think very um, specific last name. He does. And it, <laughs> it, 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 it may or might not have a Berg. Jesus. Um, but so, boys. What I'm saying is he spends a lot of money on bolo ties. That's all I'm saying. So. So much money. On so much money. What did you bring for us today, Well, Aaron? I'm not going to talk about that before I talk about the fact that we are the motherfucking oh, whiskey yeah. real. Y'all. The real. To real. To real. Quite frankly, we've never been realer. No. I'm going to put that on the map right now. We've never been real. realer. For real, um, real. This is the riskiest. Do not ride this wheel down the street. You could get hurt. That's what we're saying. We're the whiskey reel, y'all. This wheel has four corners, motherfucker. Oh, shit. <laughs> Square wheels. Square wheels. It's like a Flintstone, um, motherfucker. It's like a Flintstone. Squiggles. Doll. Square um, fucking bagels. <laughs> stupid. Uh, to my left is uh, the whitest guy I know and the friendliest man <sighs> I know. All at the same time, it could happen. Um, he's got uh, he's he's what we call hirsute. Um, he's lovely. Uh, he's got an ex- he's got an exaggerated brow, not unlike the Neanderthals. Uh, he's a wonderful man. You should get to know him. This is one Mr. Sean Moriarty. Thank you very much for that. Yeah. So, Bobby, explain what that word means. Hirsute <laughs> is hairy. Oh yes, very hairy. I, I have hair growing was, out of other hair. That was for Bobby yes. specifically. <laughs> and she to my left, suit here. To my left is Durango's most eligible but non-Lothario bachelor. That was weird. 
Bobbit yeah. fan noise of the Tallahassee fan noise. Did hey. you say we had to get away from this shit? No, I know we do. You're just I just feel like you're kind of threading the needle a little bit too much. <laughs> I could just not say anything instead of saying non Lothario. Uh, yeah. I know. Yeah. Um, I'm just glad we got rid of Gashman. Oh, it's coming Why? back. Don't worry. I'm just getting, letting it sleep for a little bit. Okay. Sean's going to take a Squatch hit. Squatch toe, Gashman. I mean, Jesus Christ. Sean's going to take a hit of point. his gash pen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah. To my left is my motherfucker That's what's who's up. about to turn, I don't know what. 48, dog. Fucking 48. 57 years old. <laughs> and he looks great. I'm a 50, 100-year-old. Tell him you're 10 years older than you are. Okay, that sounds Please good. welcome Trust Aaron me. Brandis, the newest member of AARP. Hey. <laughs> He's got his card. He wants his discount, ladies and gentlemen. I get all the discounts, bitch. Uh, uh, my my brother and I. Thank you, sir. Um, I'm so excited to... Uh, we are recording on a Saturday. Yes. Yes. Tomorrow is Sunday. We are going to celebrate your birthday in fine style. You said buttermilk fried chicken. You better not balk on that shit. Uh, Uh, We are doing, um, there will only be two black people in attendance. However, we will be doing all the soul foods. We're doing red beans and rice with ham hocks. We're doing collard greens. We're doing mac and cheese. We're doing cornbread. And we're doing Mike's buttermilk chicken. I think that it's really adorable that you only think two people are going to show up that are black. It is. No, it's going to blow up. I'm dude. confirmed. No, it's going to blow up. Oh, did I mention there is going to be... Are you saying that because he's having fried chicken? Wow. Is that what I'm you're not saying? saying? I'm wow. Not. Bobby. You know what? Actually, I'll own it. <laughs> We're going to have a fucking soul food dinner tomorrow at Aaron's house. Yeah. And you're telling me two black people are showing up? <laughs> so all we're doing is playing the Sanford and Sons. Oh, theme and we're watching over and over again. movies. Yeah, yeah, that's all we're so doing. So wait, wait. So don't go in there. <laughs> He's behind the dough. If I could reach out to the, if I could, wow. If oh I could reach God, out to I the owners that. of Top That and their cronies out there, they're if invited. You do, no, if you do see a large group of black people marching down Third Avenue towards Aaron's house, yeah. don't be alarmed. They're not it's organizing against you in the yeah. orange nightmare. It's yeah. just they're just going to a party. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Okay, racists. No. They they went. Is that red beans and rice? <laughs> Dude, why it's do you, not a race why thing. Do you it's think delicious. they call it soul food? It's the deepest, darkest part of your being enjoys that kind of food. I don't care Comfort who you food. are, where you come from. It satisfies, it scratches an itch deep down inside of you that deep, you deep, didn't deep. know you were itching. Yeah, man, you get you know like that, I mean? the acidic greens and you get the fucking the, the savory the, the cornbread salty and the fucking, fucking cheesy like, mac oh. and fried chicken mm. it just does some fat little fat bobby back in the day would have went nuts it checks off a lot of boxes <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we're gonna have Chex Mix <laughs> oh my we're god gonna, we're gonna have Twizzlers oh. Chex Mix in the brown paper bag you filled with ranch powder and we're oil gonna, uh, so when Rex pulls out that fucking pan and she pulls oh, yeah. the foil mm, off of yes, it sir. and it's Rice Krispie Treats oh. that's what's cracking Dog. No, it's going to be like peach cobbler and oh, shit, shit like that. God, Dude, peach. I haven't had decent soul food since I went to That's LA. What's up? And I'm so looking for. I went to Roscoe's. Remember? I got a oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 No, Roscoe's, Roscoe's is the shit. Is for, the shit. It's the shit. And That's it's, the preeminent bar of all ch- the chicken and waffle thing that's happened everywhere in every mm-hmm, small town. Mm-hmm. But it Roscoe's. started with Roscoe's. Yeah. Like that's Roscoe, the preeminent chicken and waffles. Can mm-hmm. I taste your chicken leg? Hey, bro. <laughs> remember lyric. the commercial? Roscoe, yes, can I, I taste it. your chicken, chicken leg? leg. <laughs> um, guys, I hope you've had a good week. 
We are just around the corner of the election. Mm -hmm. Uh, Bobby and Sean have said that they've done their ballots already. God bless them. They're good Americans. I refused to mail my ballot. I am going to I need to to bring up to you, that is a misguided, self-righteous approach. You should actually do it earlier to make sure it's counted because they're telling everybody that's it's like, if you really want your vote to count, don't wait to go to the polling day. Save that for people who can't mail it in. Sean, if I lived in a major metropolitan area, I would definitely say that we live in a town of nothing. I know. So I just don't want anybody not, to jump on that your is bandwagon. My, that and, is my and fucking. I'm, I'm, all I'm <laughs> saying is, I encourage all poll watchers to come join me. Right. Please watch me vote. And to be very I clear, encourage I, it. I, I I'm getting a little upset about this. Well, the, I, frankly, I honestly think that you just want to go because you're hoping to see some Trump poll watchers so yes. you can fucking yell at them. Yes. And that's super, super healthy, dude. That's just, <laughs> you're, that's just you're me. Fucking crushing you're today. talking to me about <laughs> ang- you're talking to me about anger management. Well, for this, I'm, something like this, you sir, like you'd want to go throw yourself into that. I just, just want to say that I, I would like to uh, receive the smoke if there is smoke to be had. This makes me want to shut up. I'm just saying, everybody else in metro areas, please vote early if you can. Please vote early no, if you can. guys, vote early. We live in a small town. The lines are going to be down the street. It's open for two days. We've got a lot of options how to vote. Vote now. Yeah. Vote early. Vote as early There's as you can. There's a lot of states that can't vote till the November 3rd. Yes. So the thought of us having an election uh, decision the night of November 3rd is slim to none. Hang in there. Trust me. The votes will be counted. I'm not going to, you know, and then we'll then we'll get into the Civil War aspect of things. <laughs> However, um, yeah. I hope everybody's had a great week. We're just around the corner from the election. It's still beautiful here in old Durangi. The winds are blowing. It's getting a chilly, but things seem to be settling down and out of tourist season for us. I hope wherever you are, you're settling into fall, settling into winter. I hope you do not work for a restaurant because you may not have a job in three months. Now, have a backup plan. What did I bring today? We brought some special. Actually, Mr. Mr. Nuts, or as my daughter calls him, Uncle Nuts, which Uncle sounds Nuts. weird all, out Nuts. of context. He is Mikey Walnuts. And he, uh, after walking up and down Main Street looking for a, a gift for me, which is hilarious because he's like, what am I going to buy you? A I love Colorado fucking t-shirt. But after walking up and down fucking Maine, decided, what am I doing? I am going to go buy this man some booze because that's who I am. And that comprises most of my DNA. He bought uh, something I wouldn't buy for myself. He was very generous. We've done four roses. We did the fourth rose on this program. Yes. We've done the yellow label. Uh, this is one of their better iterations of whiskey. This is the four roses small batch. This small is out of batch. Kentucky. Yeah. And it it's basically four roses. If, if, it's funny because Mike, or I shouldn't say Mikey, but Mike, I can call him Mike. He doesn't care. He doesn't listen. Mike... <laughs> Mikey Walnuts um, didn't know that Four Roses was um, a good bourbon producer. Like, there's this weird little, there's this weird little, like, confusion that Four Roses, the yellow label is what your grandpa drank. And it's got this weird, like, sort of stigma to Four Roses. In actuality, everybody, Four Roses is a brilliant distillery. They make wonderful product. And they're not big box. They're still family owned. So bless their hearts. But this Four Roses small batch, when you guys see small batch versus regular, don't get confused. It doesn't mean... 
how do I say it? it? It means that they've basically isolated a mash bill and isolated a distillate that they enjoy more than what they usually do. They hit a they hit a home run. Yep. They don't they don't necessarily distill for the small for a small batch. That shit you put aside because the guys go ooh. There's something to this. So small batch whiskey tends to variate like year to year. So if you buy this year's or next year's, it's not vintaged. So you can't really tell when, when it came from. However, don't think that if you buy a bottle of small batch anything, you're going to get the same bottle next it time. It is a little similar to like uh, Ofo birthday. A little bit. Oh, yeah. kind of Definitely you know birthday, I mean? which by the way, they vintage cunts of uh, Old Forester cunts. You owe me like three bottles of fucking birthday, you <laughs> sons of bitches. I hope you're listening. I God, hate them for if that. Only they, they promised them to you and you said they just, they just told you to fuck off? Like, <laughs> there's, there, is, there is exceptional vintages of the birthday brew, as we, but they, as we said. But the rep said you got a they, bottle? They haven't made it. They're, they're so little that even the allocation, even though I yeah. buy more OFO than anybody, it doesn't matter. We're too small of a market. So you're still not selling what somebody that's carrying it in like a fucking yard house it's or a something market. It's a market thing. Yeah. So Denver will get it before uh, old Durangi. Of course they um, will. That's how that works. But that being said, uh, this is the small batch for roses. Uh, Mikey Walnuts, thank you so much. This is, I believe, I want to reach back in my mind and say there's around 38 to 42 bucks a bottle. Mm-hmm. Somewhere in that bad. neighborhood. Yeah. It is brilliant. It is it is Kentucky enough to be Kentucky, sophisticated enough to be sophisticated, has super high tones, low tones, barreling. It's a really all-encompassing style of bourbon. I think the high tones come from it. It, it is a 90 proof bourbon, not yeah. an 84. Oh, yeah. So it's got a little, it's got an edge. It's got some, it's got a little bit of fucking, little bit of skin on the dick. It's got a, <laughs> that's a very good way of putting <laughs> that it. That is a really good way. It's of my favorite it. way yeah. now. Thank I've you. I've never There's some skin that on that knowledge. dick. I'm going to scream that at the next bar. <laughs> and tasting on whiskey at. <laughs> By the way, if you ever have a dick without skin, that's haunting and you, horrible. You've, Can you think about that? We've no. all been there when we've either jacked off or fucked so much that we thought we've disappeared our own skin. Um, That's happened. I zipped a corn. I zipped a little bit of the bottom into my zipper Ooh, once. Oh, you it went like something about Mary? No, it didn't go all the way through. I just oh. nicked the bit. But that nick, you just oh. felt it all day because that area. Just doesn't get all the way dry enough all day. No. Like it's just constantly it's moist. It's constantly got it's a moist. nice little bit of morning dew on it. Yeah. 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 I have a pair of underwear that I love wearing. I, I'm so in love with you right now for that. <laughs> you did. You like put your hands I up. I know. On, I've never like, been more in tell love me with about your swamp crotch. Have you ever? Just, just, there's a little moisture on it all the time. <laughs> all the time. All the time. Always. 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 With wings. Uh, so, but but it's I love the tones in this. I love the vanillins, the caramel. It hits all the right notes at the yep. right time. You can sip this. You can mix it because of the high proofing mm-hmm. and the high toneness of it. Yes, sir. It's a very, very, very good bottle of whiskey at a price that if it was another label on this, if this was Boulet, if this was another label, this would be about ten to fifteen dollars more. Mm-hmm. They do a great Easy. job on keeping the prices down at Four Roses. They don't get over their skis. And I hope you guys enjoy the Four Roses line. 
They're fucking, it's a great story. They have great product. And the small batch is a perfect gift that won't bankrupt you, but you look like a buller. Yeah. And Mikey Walnut's grandpa used to give him a shot before he'd go to school. Before he went to school. It explains so much. It it explains a ton. No, he thinks he was helping. No, I know. But that's some Sicilian shit right there. That's Ah. that's some mafia shit. Well, that's why I went to, that's why I asked about the DV thing in the first place. Oh, because the Sicilian ties. He got the, he got the shit end of the fucking card deal. He's Sicilian and Scottish. Wow. Wow. You talk about bottom of the barrel people. I, I'm kidding. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's amazing. Mm-hmm. We're so going to be on someone else's podcast. I know. We are. I, know. <laughs> I can't believe the anti-white rhetoric I'm hearing from oh. this whiskey rail. Let's take, let's take a quick second. Brian, whiskey, uh, not whiskey rail, but green light. Yes. Guys, uh, we love you. We never. We Green don't say that weekend. enough. We don't. No. We don't no. give him a shout out. He's no. asking me to be on again soon, but I'm fucking slammed. I know. You should All do the it, though, man. They're, those guys are a lot. I know. Of fun. I did it twice it's before. Great I are you giving up your bussy to um, Katie? Oh fuck yeah, dude. That's what's up, dog. Three knuckles. Fucking pegged on the reg. Mm-hmm. Uh, do we have anything to wrap up? Does Carol have anything to say about? Yeah, Carol. Uh, do you have? Oh, let shit. me call her. She's been she, nice she, to me. She's been nice to me. She. Ha- you guys are. Yeah, we're kind of. I know. Besties at this point. I know. Hey, Carol. What? Wow, she's not really happy with me. Carol, do you have anything on Four Roses small batch bourbon out of Kentucky? Sure, let me find something. Thank you, doll. This is right from the homepage of their website, boys. If you've ever wanted proof that mingling bourbons is an art unto itself, you'll find it in this perfectly balanced small batch bourbon. Four original bourbon recipes have been expertly selected by our master distiller at the peak of maturation to create this very mellow and perfectly balanced bourbon. You can enjoy it best straight up, on the rocks, or simply with a splash of your favorite mixer. Thanks, Care Bear. Thanks, Thanks Care. baby girl. Um, yeah, so, the, the, and that's another thing Four Roses does that other distillers don't do. There you go. Love them some mixing. Mm-hmm. Um, every single thing that they make is a taste to order sort of thing. They yeah. they have their master distiller and they fucking go in and they taste it until they accept it, basically. Right. So even the fourth rose, small batch, they've got their what's the their their top tier one, I forget. And the yellow label, but they've got their top tier and I can't remember what it's called. But um, this they, was it, what it, I thought it, was their top. No, tier. no, no. They've got one more above this, and it's. Uh, it's I don't want to call it a batch. It's nano batched. <laughs> this comes um, from a single cup. Is there a nano snatch? Nano snatch. I would like to meet yeah, her. Yeah, Bridget the Midget, dude. You ever <gasps> seen Bridget the Midget gangbang? Yeah, dude. Okay, yeah. have yeah. you guys dipped into midget porn? Yeah. Okay. Of course. I just they just call it four roses, wonderful. two girls. Ah! <laughs> single cup. <laughs> <laughs> I made a poop joke. You did make a poop joke. I haven't done Sean in like a year and a half. It's usually Sean, and thank you for grabbing the reins, brother. I earned the poop joke. Thank you for giving up. See, and it's we got to keep you doing the poop jokes because when I say it, everybody's like, "Yeah, sure, we get it." Thank you that shit every now. Thank you for spreading your bussy. You pussy. You pussy. Explain that shit to the audience, by the way. Yeah, we can't just leave that hanging. Rex, let me in on a little inside baseball when it comes to our gay community. And because she's very active within it and has a lot of friends um, that are like, you know, drag and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Any hoozle, she let me in that um, within that community, it's referred to as the bussy with a B. Mm. So that is your butt pussy. 
So anytime somebody... that's what it's for. If anything meanders, if anybody meanders up to you at a bar one night and says, "Um, can I see your bussy? Prepare. Prepare to grab your ankles and show them. I'm going to... The glory of God. I'm going to bend over and grab my nutsack. Your Sauron. Yeah. Just, just Your Sauron. It's the eye of Sauron. Yeah. I'm going to give you the full view. Are you mm-hmm. going to give him the beans and the mash? This is the thing right here. You see it? The banger? You see it? The fullback Sarlacc? Yeah. The fullback Sarlacc. <laughs> you're so stupid. I love it. Can see um, fucking. Man, you're on, see a, you're on a hot streak out. of being funny. <laughs> you're on a hot. Well, don't, don't tell him that because you just jinxed them. No, yeah, it's just going to be true. fucking it's gonna dry. It's going to be all garbage now from here on Now it's going to be drywall for an hour. <laughs> um, we need to talk horror movies because yes. that's what Tis October fucking is season. for. And we're going to run this into the ground, but I don't care. I, I think horror is so overlooked as one of the best genres of all of filmmaking. Uh, dramas always win best ofs. They always get mm-hmm. best actor, best this, best that. Um, luckily, over the course of the last 10 years, we've had an absolute revival of amazing horror. Everything from Get Out to Hereditary to It Follows. There's so much really well-made horror right now. Even the bad stuff is good. I watch it all. I watch Basket yeah. Case. I watch Phantasm 12. I get it. I know it's. <laughs> I mean, happening. there's a ton of. It is also a genre that has more than its fair share of garbage movies. Too. I think. That's I think the thing. Do you know what's funny? More than its fair share. Nobody yeah. wakes up in the morning as a director, and my it would appear, and has this very passionate cause to make a drama rom com. It feels like horror guys are horror guys, and they they have this like burning desire to tell this horrific story, and a lot of it comes from expelling demons and Mm. nightmares and satiating some weird evil that happens in your soul. Ask Stephen King about it; like it's just it's just cathartic. There's something really strange that happens with horror directors where they seem to move on into huge fucking things. Huge. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I, mean, I mean, these guys come into the genre because it's easy. You need some foam rubber. Amen. You need, a, you know, you need someone that can like piece together right. some crazy effects or whatever. And then you get Sam Raimi. Then you get Peter Jackson. Yeah. I mean, have, you forget Peter Jackson. People don't understand Peter Jackson. People forget Meet the Feebles. <laughs> Meet the Feebles or uh, Dead Brain Dead. Brain Dead. Dead, Brain Dead. 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 Um, yeah. Those films were very much made on... Um, on the cheap. And yes. They Jesus were... Christ. James Cameron's first fucking movie was Piranha 2. Thank you. Right. So what about David shit? Lynch? David Lynch. Lynch. Honestly, think about how horrific Absolutely. a racer oh, and, had. And whose fucking movie, whose first movie was the first Piranha? Joe fucking Dante, who Joe went Dante, on to make yeah. huge, made on to make Gremlins and well, Gremlins too. Right. You're not talking about Gremlins. I'm too. talking about Gremlins. No, you're not. <laughs> um, so, but there's, what is, there's, this is the weird thing that separates us from other species. We are the only species that willingly wants to get scared. Yeah. There, I think I think from the very early on days when it was still scary to be alive and you didn't know if you were going to die tomorrow and there was fucking smallpox and people trying to kill you and this and that. Like we've we've satiated all of those things, all those terrors in our life. I think we compel ourselves to be scared to feel alive I, to a certain extent. I also feel like science isn't to a point where we can understand the consciousness of animals, even something like dolphins enough to understand a nuanced want to be scared. We know that dolphins want to fuck. Like we do, where they have sex Dude, for pleasure. So we will they might, fuck your mouth, Sean. Yeah, but they might want to be scared too. And I'll watch it. We don't know that. Um, maybe primates 
they play games and pranks, uh, but I, it's never really been studied or verified that any other species does things simply out of the the act of enjoying the thrill it of by that almost dying. Um, we we just found out that bonobos have sex for pleasure instead of procreation. Like we're not we. It's probably our lack of understanding of animal kingdom. However, we spend a million dollars every second to try to scare ourselves from horror parks to movies to this, to that we, we love being scared and yeah. it's this weird little th- thing that I hate being scared, but I love being scared. Well, that's amazing it. though. Like what is it be beyond that? Like visceral reaction like that the three of us mm-hmm. actually truly, truly love about horror film yeah. about yeah. that genre. Right. What is it that we love? I love the creativity and the special effects for the most part. I like it when the story is actually solid because there are plenty of horror movies that are great for every reason but the story. The story can kind of be either right. overdone or just terrible. I started out wanting to be scared, and now it's like I need to find that movie that's actually going to scare me again because it doesn't happen that often anymore. Right. Some, like Hereditary, right. I think, was the last one that I was like, holy fuck, Ooh. that irked me, dude. Wow. See, that's um, funny because I, I'm the opposite. Yeah? I love, I love backstories. Yeah, I no, love. These, I love the backstory. You know when what I mean? It's done well. When, um, when Jason Voorhees pops out of the lake at the end of the first fucking right, Friday the Thirteenth, right. mm-hmm. it's a culmination of a backstory they built up for two hours. Yeah, and then they killed the mom off or whatever. Like mm-hmm. no one cares, right? Yeah. All that mattered from then on was just like we told this little kid's story, and he's kind of a little monk, and he fucking <laughs> jumps out of the lake. <laughs> it's, you know what it is? It's a more violent Norman Bates. It's a right, yeah. right. really. It's I mean, that. It's that's that, a it's, great. It's that icon of yeah. horror. And that's uh, a great backstory to bring up. Norman Bates, yeah. probably the most compelling backstory in the history of Not horror. Not even close. Cinema. Not even close. You know what I mean? Kept I his mean, mother's bones and dressed up like her. I hate it those Saw movies, but like that guy. That first Saw was good, Bobby. The first Saw was great. It was so but it, well It became done. a whole thing. It, but, of course. But that character had a backstory. But yeah. He was dying of cancer. Yes. Was, you know what I mean? Yeah. The like they, very complicated motive. They fleshed right. it out, right? They, but they fleshed it out. And they've gotten into it more in the sequels. And when you get to like the Saw sequels, I appreciate just watching how special effects teams do new shit. See, like Silent Hill is a terrible movie based on a video game, but the part where like the guy like grabs the little redhead skin by her chest skin and then just peels it off and throws it away, but barely shows it. I'm like, I've never seen that shit before. I love that. I've never seen that shit before, and it horrifies some people. But there's also a line drawn in the sand where you either really enjoy these or they are so not your thing that you seriously can't emotionally or psychologically handle them. People just can't handle horror movies. Sean, this is the only genre of cinema where you actually get dap for effects. There's not a a sci-fi movie that went, you know what? The story really sucked, but the effects were great. And so I enjoy watching it. Like horror gets this weird little pass where no matter how shitty the story is, if you if you watch Hatchet and Hatchet yeah. One and Two and Three, it doesn't matter that the story's fucking tropey and unpredictable. The kills are so good. Yeah, they're so satisfying. But there's like I said, that's it's a the half only and half. genre. Fifty percent of people will enjoy that. The other I, fifty will go. What, I don't care because that shit is gross. I don't care about any. Well, those people don't like any horror. Yeah. So those people are already but be, excised. But to from be the fair, fucking, you bring up you bring up Hatchet. Those films. I mean, they gave Victor Crowley 
a backstory. They, they did. gave Victor Crowley See, motivation. They gave you, Victor Bobby, Crowley. I'm with you. you know I, don't what I, mean? li- I don't like. I don't like horror for horror's sake. Yeah. I love things. That's why because the, the Candyman is not a gory movie. It's about but the, it had it's so much. It's all backstory. The story's amazing. Uh, I, I just watched. And that I brought it up Katie to Rex. I was like, "Well, there's backstory to this because we were going to watch fucking. We were talking about obviously sure, sure. fucking Lovecraft." Because how do you not talk about Lovecraft? So we're talking about Lovecraft Country, and I'm like, and she's like, it's the first time blacks have been represented properly when it comes to this genre. And I go, mm. what about Candy Man? And she goes, mm. oh, you mean the one, the, the the dude that liked the white bitch? The white savior? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. Touche. Virginia Madsen. <laughs> Virginia Madsen, but she was also. She could get it back. In yeah, the day, she could get it. She could get they it. Wait, they don't, saying. they're not very overt about it like they are in other movies where they do something like this, but they said that she's essentially the likeness of the girl that he was but the caught prob- with but, but getting the, pregnant. But the point is, Sean, he did this for a white girl. No, of course. Yeah, That's, he did it that, for the white girl. So think about and that. And she's in, really the main character. It, yeah, of yeah, course. It's her. In that movie, though, Jesus Christ, I hadn't seen that since I think I was a kid, but I was, I was, I felt robbed because I wish I'd seen that movie in the theater. Because that the sound editing in yeah, that man. when his voice comes in and it fills yeah. everything and I feel like not if only, I saw it in the theater I'd feel it in my chest. Not only that, shot, a whole level of horror. I saw it in the theater and it was panned, so it was swirling. It was a swirling. It wasn't just a, an ominous surround sound voice. Yeah, it panned and bounced, Ooh, so it made crazy. it really cool. Yeah, I didn't hear yeah, that at my house, brother. but still the sound. I was like, dude, that's so jarring to first hear his voice when he's like, "Be my victim," and I was like, oh. God damn! But, but <laughs> Tony Todd, Tony, Tony Todd. Todd, and and and, and I cannot wait to see the new one. Oh, I'm the sorry, new one's gonna be the better. pandemic fucked up my whole horror experience. I know that goddamn. Could we pandemic. honestly say the Candyman's one best, one of the best backstories? Yeah, easily in horror easily, history. Easily, I think it's one of the more compelling. Mike, right? Mike Myers, Mike Myers, they th- kind of have a. Backstory. I think Freddy Krueger doesn't have motivation. Mike Myers is just a nut bar. I think Freddy Krueger had a great backstory. That's yes. a great backstory. You understand why they killed him, but it was unjust and Mm -hmm. it's his retribution like there's a really cool backstory there there's been a lot of like uh, but he's a child molester. At least with this exactly. backstory, you're rooting for him because you're like, he got fucked over. Fuck all the white people he wants to kill after what happened to him. Dude, that's <laughs> why everybody rooted for Jason. Yeah. yeah. Because he was a picked on, yeah. Yeah. alienated, fucking uh, people bullied him, and he was really the, the, the entire symbolic manifestation of the non-bully. It's just like a sequel to Revenge a- of the Nerds. <laughs> that's all it is. Right. The lost Dead. sequel. Dead. Uh, That's kind of. I mean, I mean, Jason was a mom, but (laughs) still, but but he was. That was his whole backstory. Was that he was picked on? He was picked on and shit on and ignored. It's this this whole like fucking. It makes it iconic for me in that regard. Sure. Mm. Yeah. I know. I mean, I'm never going to be the guy that says you should pick on the mentally disabled. But we talked to Sean. Yeah, you do. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. There's definitely some chromosomal questions so, I have. So, if you guys could, uh, if you guys could create your own horror film, yeah, no ooh, budget, no, ooh. no, uh, interesting, yeah. Can you come up with a backstory? You need a character, right? Yeah, man. Okay. It, you know, horror always begins with somebody else's uh, bad situation. It usually is the genesis is somebody has been treated wrong and there's some sort of revenge aspect. My the scariest stuff for me has always been um, things that almost had no backstory, Bobby. Um, vampires. There's yeah. no real true backstory outside of Vlad and 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 Dracul and but demons. 
that's where I get down, dude. Like, is there a right. new take on it? Because uh, that's the thing that terrifies me more. Right. Is demons. It's not slashers. It's not murders. It's not this. It's not that. That whole possession aspect, the whole you're not who you are. You or do seem lost to themselves. gravitate Eternal. to those, those yeah. malevolent. Yeah. Those that, stories seem to really be, resonate. Because with I you. can talk. I'm not Jason, right? I don't have a mask on. I can talk to you right now, but what if I'm possessed? And, and what I, if I'm just working yeah. you? I like you know the, what I mean. Wow. I had a, a nightmare that I had when I was a kid that stayed with me for fucking forty years, where everybody. I had a nightmare where everybody and I used to live in this giant uh, complex of condominiums in, in L.A. in the Valley, and there was like probably four hundred condos like tied to each other. So it was, you can imagine all the kids, and you yeah. can imagine all the people. So it was this own little community, and I remember having a, a nightmare one night, and I'll never forget it. And it was all in black, white, and red. And the entire nightmare was everybody that I knew was in on it. Oh. So I woke up and I talked to this person and I found out they were in on it and they were in on killing me. And then I went over here and they were in on it and they were in on it and they were in. You, do you know what I'm saying? So, so they're all telling like, you this. It was almost like uh, invaders from Mars sort yeah, of yeah. like, like they're, they're different people yeah. and they're in on it and I'm not. You're and the that, outsider that, becomes exa- very claustrophobic. Which, which is an yeah. allegory hmm. to being an outsider yeah. in general. Um, it's, like it's, it's that whole thing of I'm the other and that's scary. And that's what, that's what scares me. It's not about dying. It's not about this. It's not being the other and having everybody turning their heads at the same time to look at me. I'm yeah. done, dog. Yeah. So sort of that wicker rap. man kind of idea. Yes. Like, yes. Holy yes, shit. Yes. Everybody knows what's going on except for fucking me. Except for Nicolas Cage. Yep. Well, <laughs> do we talk about that wicker man? <laughs> not the bees. Not the what do you think? So, Sean, what would be like, what's your... What scares you? What's your backstory? What story? scares me? What's your backstory? Uh, the scariest thing I can think That's of is, some, put is some Boston Sicilian asshole hitting his wife and then moving to Durango <laughs> because he had to get away from the charges. <laughs> the, cha- the charges. Yes. Uh, yeah, the walnutsing. Wal- you leave no, it's, you That leave would be the name of my while. movie. Are you allergic to walnuts? Uncle Walnuts Naked Pizza Basement. <laughs> I'm using that joke again. That's such a hard so, for that guy. I, so what would I do? Honestly, I think my I would want to make a one of my favorite horror movies of all time is Jaws, which is one of those man versus nature. It is sure. a mindless beast. So un- unless you've seen the fourth one, where it is doing this all on purpose, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not watching that. Yeah. Okay, cool. Go. Uh, so I would want a mix of that, but I want a mix of that. I want to have the faceless monster, but I also want to give that monster a backstory and kind of bring together. A monster with, and I feel like that was no better done than what was that weird fucking Anne Hathaway movie with the kaiju's and Jason Sudeikis? Oh, um, oh, the one the colossal, the, colossal. colossal, yeah, yeah. She could control the, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It would yeah. sort of be like colossal, where like the soul of some tortured individual is actually inside a monster that's benevolent, but ends up killing a bunch of people and turns bad. So is that like thing. a haunting thing, like Annabelle, where like a nah. thing gets possessed and does wrong? Or no, I don't necessarily want it to be possessed. Maybe somehow that monster gets uh, aware. So somehow it's a, it's a creature feature with a with sort a heart, a creature feature with a heart. So almost like the creature with the Black Lagoon, you okay. know, creature like from the it. Black Lagoon. But I like hated a, that movie. Updated. By the way, it's a great movie it's for a, what it, it sucks is. Ass. It's a gr- it it's invented it invented underwater shots. It's so under, it's don't listen to Angry Old Man Aaron. It's a fantastic movie. Unwatchable. Wah, wah. Bobby, <laughs> Bobby, what do you think, man? You know, I've always been afraid of things that are tiny, like women. So that's why, like, <laughs> outbreak. Easy. <laughs> some of them are. Some of them aren't. 
Uh, <laughs> and no amount of Instagram filters can fix it. <laughs> you're either tiny or you're not tiny. That's what I'm saying. Um, no, like, I, I, I mean, I've always, like, had the, and these aren't horror films, but, like, the virus outbreak thing, the Ooh, fucking yeah, out, pandemic. You know, yeah, microscopic. Which, obviously, we're talking about right horror. now in, in the world. But those microscopic, like, you can't see the enemy mm, kind of things right. have always fucking scared me. Um, so yeah, we were talking. So Ant Man scares the fuck out of you. Scares the fuck out of me. He's gonna crawl on my dick hole and get big. I don't need that guy <laughs> getting up in my urethra. <laughs> but you Paul Red, I mean? Paul Red would make so many great jokes while he was in there. Though. Well, dude, what if he talked to you through your penis? Though? That would be the best conversation. If I could hear it, like yes. Uh, do you guys remember Inner Space? Oh, uh, I love Inner Space. Martin, Martin Short, Short uh, Dennis Quaid. Quaid. Go fuck yourself. Honestly, one of the Joe Dante. I think hilarious. directed that. Right? Yes. One of the fucking fucking hilarious. best movies ever. Yeah. It's I love people it. fucking stop amazing. It's hilarious. And fucking and, and turn sit on down and watch airspace. You know why? Because you'll smile and feel great. Yeah. Meg it's Ryan's in that film. shit too, isn't she? Yeah. She is. I think that's where they met, isn't it? Meg Ryan is totally in, in that fucking film. Yeah. She's goddamn adorable in it. She's fucking She's adorable. amazing. Um, Quaid's great in it. He's hilarious. Martin Short's fucking hysterical. Martin There's Short's a scene where he's like, he's trying to make himself sneeze. Yeah. And he's like, I need hairspray. I need hairspray because he's allergic to hairspray. And then they fuck, he's, he squirts the fucking shit in the air and he's like, not moose. <laughs> Dude, Mark's so fucking funny. And I know a lot of you younger people, Martin Short was funny. Very oh funny. my God, he so was So just funny. so you know this, yes. from SCTV on, was a very funny man. Stole every episode of Arrested Development that he showed up in. Amen. Every time. Shoot Amen. me. Every time. <laughs> Amen. Um, Ed Grimley, one of the Grimley, greatest creations. I must say. Is, I must say. Is on, is Grimley's why did he on love par? Paprika I'm so much? over the moon, don't it's you know? Why did, he, why did he love Pat? He was obsessed with Pat Sajak. Yeah, Pat Sajak. And, and everybody's paprika. obsessed. <laughs> um, it was my weird. favorite spice. It's my favorite spice. <laughs> um, everybody knows and loves Ed Grimley. Ed Grimley was amazing. Into there was role. an animated show when I was a kid. Yes, there was. That was like my lunch. My seasons. lunchbox in kindergarten yeah. was an Ed Grimley animated show lunchbox. That explains <laughs> it didn't, your it didn't last childhood. long, but man, that was funny. So it was good. Can we circle back to horror? <sighs> can Sorry, we? I don't know. I don't know. Um, so the thing the that scares you is primrose vi- path. like viruses. Um, that unknowing, and that was kind of what I was going I for too. Was like possession and viruses are the same thing. You don't know they're happening, it, and yeah. then they make themselves present. Then it's they very, make themselves present. My biggest—that's what viruses in that regard, like zombie shit. I can't get enough zombie shit. Rex was laughing at me because it's like, how many different takes on a zombie film can you get? I'm like, yeah, but this time it's Native Americans dealing with it, so yeah. it should be cool. Like, yeah. I will look for any. Yeah. This time it's a romantic comedy and a girl's falling in love with the zombies. Dude, so it's I, totally by different. the way, I hate all those movies. There's a ton of the I love zombie movies. Yeah, yeah. Go fuck yourself. I'm not in. Shaun of the Dead did it. They did it the best. Go fuck yourself. Shaun of that, the Dead was actually a very um, respectable tribute to Romero style zombies. 100%. Um, he... I don't know, Edgar Wright. Edgar I, Wright. I, 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 we I, can I, go out. We yeah. can talk. We can do an Edgar Wright podcast. Straight yeah. up. We're 100%. all fanboys. We would kneel at the fucking, at the altar of Edgar Wright. And unshamely. at some point, they're going to announce an Edgar Wright trilogy of Star Wars films. And that's going to be <gasps> the best of all of them that I've ever had. Well, hey. And by the way, I have a 22-year-old son. Yeah. 
Amen. It's going to be better. It's going to be better. <laughs> better Wouldn't it be him? amazing if He's one cool, person's like vision kid. was came to fruition Wasn't over the course a, of three movies Wasn't instead it? of three different people all doing their own fucking weird thing? Or I guess it was supposed to be yeah. three different Wasn't people. Wasn't that an old 90s band, Better Than Ethan? Better Than Ethan? Oh, I, if it, uh, that was it's Ezra. Ezra, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. sorry. I always get that wrong. Ethan's a good kid. Uh, he's, he's a fucking great kid. He's got a sorry, good sense of humor. Sorry the Eagles suck. Um, <laughs> guys, I think it's time to pull back the curtain and release the sponsor. I'm sorry we had to do this. They paid us a lot of money to do this. Um, and we're corporate chills, as you all know. So I hope <clears throat> you really, really, really listen and enjoy this sponsor. Please forgive us. Hi. If you're looking for a place where you can satisfy your sweet tooth and your white pride, look no further than top this. It's Durango's premier frozen yogurt oasis. Yeah, brother, we got everything from non-colored gummy bears and white chocolate brownie bites to QAnon Dairy Ranch flavored yogurt. And we also got that Lynchburg lemonade sorbet. And this week only, we're running our wild famous scoops for scouts sale. For every one you bring in, you get a little bit of wampum taken off your whole order. So come on down to top this, where chocolate ain't on the menu. And I promise you, it's definitely not going to marry your daughter. Sean, if somebody wanted to get in touch with us and give us free content, how would they do it? Please call Top This Frozen Yogurt (laughs) at 1-800-KKK-KKK. Have you guys had any of that frozen yogurt? It's garbage. It's really shitty. It's garbage. Frozen yogurt in general. It tastes like frozen yogurt. Exactly. Have you had the ranch one, though? Well, I can only imagine. Okay, so the one time I was actually in Top That way before they were taken over by the Nazi far right and douchebags. Right, sure, right, right, right. They, uh, I went in there with some family because we were just walking downtown. They're like, oh, look, frozen yogurt. Let's go in there. And so I went and so, of course, my fat ass goes straight for what's the sweetest, grossest flavor of they had cake batter flavored frozen yogurt. Jeez. And it was yeah. just like you're drinking liquid cake batter. It's and disgusting. I put fucking cinnamon toast crunch in there. And I took two bites and went, this is way too much. Was this supposed to be healthier and or this something? Is, no, this and is Sean. This no. is Sean saying it was too much. It was too much. So you have to understand yeah, go to Cream Bean Berry like an adult. Yogurt Thank you. in that scenario is essentially the glue that holds your gummy bears together. Yep. I mean, or you're your not, Heath Bar you're, chip. You're, you're non-colored non gummy, gummy bears? You're non-colored gummy yeah. bears, obviously. Okay, just say. Oh, God. Um, no, red, no red Skittles in There's top There's no that. red candies whatsoever mm-hmm. just saying. in top this. Definitely, definitely not on Columbus Day. No, hey, Sean, Sean, y'all heard. Sean, can people text us, too? They can call and I text heard. us at 970-426-5. Three four four what nine seven zero four two six five three four four. Leave us a voicemail. Shoot us a text. Suggest a song, movie, TV show, internet video, really anything to discuss, uh, or try to be hilarious like our friend John Brown, who has given us so much. You're talking about the and land, Ellie, bro. The yeah. phantom. John dude. Brown and Ellie have helped carry that segment for and, a long time. And you know what we've given John. Almost nothing. Almost he gave nothing. Him the rest of the podcast Although, is his gift. I will say, our, our <laughs> friend, our Jake. friend Jakey Pooh, our favorite and Jew our of friend the program. Jake. I'm so sorry. He's the official Jay. Jew of the no. program. Um, <laughs> and, you're the, watched, and you're the assistant Jew? I watched the new season of Kipo. 
um, which is a show on Netflix, which is an animated show. My daughter watches it. I watch it. Super progressive animation and uh, still a kid show. And he was fantastic, dude. His character is so great. Yeah, he's the frog. Jacques. Yeah. Um, He's so good. And it's such a great show to be able to watch as an adult and a child because Mm -hmm. it talks about... Everything from like kindness to fucking being gay and and the shit you were uh, talking about the, the other like the whole crux yeah. of the first season is yeah. just how these under the underground dwellers and the people who've been living on the surface since this big cataclysmic event right. are both very afraid of each other and have their own ideas the of what the other is, one is. All it takes is one person to fuck it up, and that's this show. Yeah. Without that one person. <clears throat> Donald Trump fucking shit up. <laughs> Things would be a little bit easier. We're never going to always get along, but that this is a perfect example. This show to teach children about being generous, about being tolerant. Um, I, I can't say enough about that program. I'm so proud that our, our, the the Jew of the program, Jake. <laughs> yes, is, Jake has is, given us a lot is, as well. I'm I'm so happy, aka yes. Elmo. Ha, I'm so happy <laughs> that he's contributed so much that he has to our. It program. is up in the air whether Jake did the Elmo thing. We, we can neither confirm nor deny. No, yeah, we have no Jake's idea. agent. We can Whatever. neither confirm or deny. Hey, dude, I'm gonna roll with it. I don't care. <laughs> um, but I can confirm that he was the one that we might not have attributed this to him, but he was the one that did the voicemail about like. I had him kidnap some kids. I don't know how long we're going to be able to keep this kid. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. That yeah, whole, the whole human trafficking. Like, I can <laughs> almost confirm as well that Jake does a better fucking Elmo than Elmo. Than Elmo. <laughs> <laughs> well, because the guy that did Sorry, Elmo. we can't use that. But, no, yeah. we can. We're using no, we it. Can. <laughs> uh, the guy that did Elmo is a pedo there <gasps> that used to do gasp. it. Yeah. Gasp. How did that fucking happen? Um, anyway, oh, my God. So you're in a child show. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's weird. Pee Wee Herman's a creep. <laughs> really? What the yeah, fuck are you just, talking dude, about? He just jacked what? off in a fucking yeah. theater, dude. That Look guy. at the machine that motherfucker used to make breakfast. What do you think kind of Rube Goldberg shit's going on in the bedroom that pegs him on the oh, fucking rag? Oh, Jesus dude? Christ. Just fucking. It's like a big game of mousetrap. I'm pretty sure you'd have to ask Tim Burton. Tim Burton can tell you. So we do have a voicemail. I haven't listened to it yet, so we're all going to hear this at the same time. We Who left us a voicemail? Do we know? I don't know. We don't know, but we're going to find out. Listen here, you. Mangy, lily livered, loose crotch, some bitches. How about you never thought when you bellied up at the bar today that you'd see me darken your door? Some of you may have heard what I do and who I done it to. Well, I'm here to tell you, gentlemen, the stories ain't half what the truth is. My name's Dusty Bottoms, and I got a powerful hankering. And I'm going to take it out on every goddamn man here. <laughs> Starting with them veiny nine-inchers all the way down to the little ticklers. Any man don't want his gut sucked out through his urethra, <laughs> better clean on out the back. Well, good deal, gentlemen. <laughs> Looks like I picked the right dadgum saloon. <laughs> This has been another thrilling and ribald episode of Master Peen Theater, <laughs> featuring the hot-blooded work from many an American male around Stepping the country yeah. the world. My name is Denny Wetmore, and I approve this work of fiction and probable 
actual real real thing that probably happened in the old west if i had to guess <laughs> have a good day gentlemen oh. godspeed and may may the penises be ever in your favor i don't know <laughs> bye oh denny uh, mr public denny got to like sit to call in him. on our writing sesh yesterday and i feel like he did help out a little bit on a couple of no, jokes he threw there. in some fucking yeah. you know, this only goes to show you and the collaborative part of doing anything artistic, it's different when you're a, a stand-up and you're writing for yourself, to yourself, mm-hmm. trying to figure it out, rather than being in a band or <laughs> being in something that's collaborative where you have to work off of other people. Yeah. Denny, which was kind of weird, uh, Bobby was like, Denny's going to come by. And I was like, that's weird. Is he going to sit in a corner while you write? Or, and, so he kind of did. And lo and behold, he did. But Dressed and, as and, Philip Seymour Hoffman from Twister. Yeah, dude. He looked like the Twister Hoffman, bro. Um, he looked like really uh, three-day binge Galifianakis. Um, he, <laughs> he came in and he helped us out. And he threw in some fucking dimers that helped yeah. push along the writing. A couple of nugs. So, so what I'm going to say is... If we could get Jake, John Brown, and Denny in a room with all of us and write, it would probably be a bad scenario. There might be a Jew killing. There might wow. be cross burning. Jesus Christ. I don't know what's going to happen, You've but been, it could happen. You've been eating that top, right? fist? The, the, top fist sent us a top bunch fist? of uh, <laughs> top fist. Top fist sent us a bunch of their racist Why yogurt. The fuck didn't we do top fist? <laughs> <laughs> That's a new cooking show. God damn it. Top yeah. fist. Well, top fist. We missed the but, uh, Yeah. He, Denny also got to, to um, touch a little bit of the darkness. Uh, he got to see what happens when uh, I'm completely unfiltered and like haven't run the things by these guys to go. Hey, maybe you shouldn't say that so you don't get locked up so for this being is, an absolute yeah, This is up. a deal, guys. If we get enough subs and can make money off of this, we can say what we want to say and quit our job. Yes. So if you can make that happen, that'd be great. Yeah. You would like it, and we would like it. Yes, and we have set up a GoFundMe for that. It's GoFundMe.com slash eating 22nd week miscarriages <laughs> out of Emily Ratajkowski. I believe wow. that's a it's long so URL. Specific. It's okay. a long URL, but yeah. you type it in. No, Don't um, misspell she Ratajkowski. She's not a hard person to look at. Don't forget the backslash. Thank you, backslash. Uh, I did have the opportunity to kind of have that conversation with Denny that led to that. <laughs> okay. Um, which was more or less like, what would it be like if a Donald Trump supporter just really liked to suck dicks and, all the time? It was really <laughs> aggro And then it became it. A, a cowboy, and a, you know what I mean? Like, it, this became this whole thing, which... So yeah. what Bobby Any man is, that is, doesn't want his gut sucked after his urethra better, better clear, clear on, on out the back. <laughs> So what's Bo- so what Bobby's saying is he wrote it? No. <laughs> look that. at his face. You guys can't look that. at his face, but it's funny. He's not. Um, if Denny, I, Denny had, yeah, Bobby is Denny's Roger Avery, I, uh, where he's like kind of <laughs> takes credit, and then you see the two things he does without him, and you're like, ah. Yeah. Who's the guy? Who's the guy that wrote for Elton John? Oh, uh, Bernie. Uh, yeah, Bernie Getz. Yeah, whatever. Some uh, that Bernie guy. Getz. No, it's not Bernie Getz. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Rod Carew. Bernie Queerstein. Um, oh, why don't we ask Carol? Before oh, yeah. we move on, let's ask, ask Carol. Who, ask uh, Carol. Well, we got to make sure she's sober. Hey, so. Carol, uh, who wrote for Elton John? Who wrote his songs? Oh, I love that Elton John voice. Checking now. That would be Bernie Taupin, boys. Yeah, that's that guy. Thanks, yeah. Carol. Appreciate well, it. Well represented in that uh, not great bio- biopic. Biopic. The musical. Biopic. <laughs> 
Yeah. Is it a biopic or biopic? The, the movie was very odd. But it's, Are you uh, talking about the Matt Damon one when he gets railed? <laughs> no, that's uh, beyond the, oh, behind that's the camera. Oh, that's dude. Liber- Whatever, dude. Tomato, you know what? Tomato, tomato. Same thing. So, yeah. so I, I, I have a question. Name, name I, I want to see if you guys can come up with five good horror sequels. And I bet you can. Good Five ones? good ones? Good ones. I could come up with a hundred f- good ones. Yeah, good go sequels? For it. Go for it. All right, horror word. sequels. Good horror sequels. Yeah, Are we ready? Go. All right, awesome. Let's do uh, Dr. Sleep. Let's do fucking the third Freddy no. movie. Sequels. That's a sequel. No, I know, but I'm talking about number twos, not number threes or fours. No, that's not a sequel. That's I, the second I, I, installment. Okay, well, let's go second counts. installment. Yeah. Dr. Sleep fucking counts. cunt. Do you want to do the second God, one? He's so yeah, specific. I can barely name any two, but you said sequels, and that seems like a yeah, better but a conversation. Sequel, a sequel presumes that it's the movie after the original. It's okay, not a yeah, series of fair. sequels. That's okay. fair. But there are sequels to sequels. Most second horror movies suck. Right. Can yeah. you guys a good one? Halloween good 2 is not bad. The one I where like they're in the Halloween hospital. Two. I Halloween, like Halloween 2. Halloween 2 is good. The okay. second Freddy is a fucking joke. It's Sucked. so terrible. Terrible. Uh, the sec- How was the second? The introduction of Jason when he was mostly well, I was wearing that. I was about to say uh, Friday With the 13th 2 is way better than the first one With in Corey a lot Feldman? of ways. Because <laughs> it actually has a killer. Like It's not the... M- Dude, yeah. Corey was, the, was Tommy. Well, but he was... He w- he didn't show up to like the fifth movie. Though. No, that was second. It, it was, was like the fourth two. sequel, yeah. Aaron. No, if I you want to be two. <laughs> Doctor Sleep the is the fuck? second one, so we still have Doctor Sleep on the table. Thirty years later, yeah, S- doesn't matter. You said second the year. Two. I mean, honestly, though, we could go on and on about bad sequels. We're not talking yeah. about Gremlins. Gremlins two. We're, we're not talking about Basket Case two. <laughs> right, right. We're not oh, talking God. about Leprechaun two. Devil's Rejects. Is that a Ooh. sequel? That's interesting. No, it is. It actually is. It's in a trilogy. Even though it's, it's a completely w- different movie. It wasn't called yeah. House of a Thousand Corpses 2, but it was yeah. It was yeah. House of a Thousand Corpses. And it's way better than House of a Thousand Corpses. It might be one yeah. of the better movies I've seen in that like decade. Like it's I the, love that movie. It's the only thing Rob Zombie's done that approaches a real piece of cinema. Yeah. Well, I would say Troll that. 2. Troll two, obviously. <laughs> obviously. Troll, the first troll um, is just so forgettable. Obviously. At least the two, the second one is memorable and has become already, a cultural I mean, icon. Now, of granted, sorts. These, and there's no trolls in it. These none. <laughs> these guys that make these movies, like you look at Insidious and Sinister and all these movies that were really the first iteration of them were awesome. Mm-hmm. And then they get a bunch of money mm-hmm. and they shit the bed. And I think it's a shitting the bed thing where I I have this passion project. I'm making this movie. Then they get the reboot. They get a bunch of money. And the, the studio says you have to make it by December. Da da da. Mm-hmm. They have to make it. And then after that, if the movie doesn't do well, then it becomes a passion project again. So it seems like no. number one yeah. gets good. Two sucks. Three's really good. It's <laughs> like, qu- quite a bit. It, it happens, yeah, well, right? Well, like if you look at the Conjuring, the Conjuring wasn't a the two wasn't a bad movie. It just was like eh, the first it movie wasn't as good as the one. first movie got me so much that the second one I was like I don't I think you blew your load with that one. Sure, and honestly, after reading up on the real Warrens, yeah. I kind of don't give a fuck about more of their bullshit. <laughs> like I that, that first movie worked very well, but it wasn't bad. You said good, I'm like that was a good movie. Well, like I, I'd it's watch fine, it again. It's, it's fine. fine, but but like. The problem with The Conjuring was it was such a phenomenon when it came out. They that spin-off Annabelle shit Duh. sucked all the fucking breath out of the room. Yeah. So The Conjuring two and three, whatever, like mm-hmm. it sucked the air out of the room with Annabelle. Ouija, the, the Ouija shit thing. we already talked Ouija about. That's the two, first one to actually be better than listen, the first one. Completely. I agree. I couldn't agree with you more. Ouija two might be the best. 
pound for pound sequel mm-hmm. when you think about it, and, right? And like going definitely from, number one for board game movies because all of the other ones have just been total fucking. Why you didn't like Shoots and Ladders four? No, I that didn't. Was did you rad. see Battleship with Rihanna? Is it Rihanna? Rihanna. All I know is Rex spends forty thousand dollars a year buying all of her products. You think Rihanna <laughs> makes money off of music? No, bitch. Uh-uh. I shadow this motherfucker. <laughs> she gets all the moisturizers and I fucking whatever. Well, dude, lip look liners at Rihanna. And- if, if you're selling Beauty Project, that's just a win-win. You look at Rihanna and you go, "I want what she's having for her face because sure. she's gorgeous." Just be Rihanna. Yeah, can you just How be about Rihanna? Just be Rihanna. Yeah, why don't they just sell that? that just a Rihanna suit you put on and you zip right. yourself up in? Oh my god, like a suit. I want to be suit? her. Like, <laughs> I want to be her rude boy for like oh. fifteen minutes. You want to so, talk that talk? Do you want to beat her like Chris Brown? And she's gonna look at me like, "Is this what you're doing?" And I don't give a shit. <laughs> I I hear she. Dude, she's I, I'm just gonna do my business. She goes polo, dude. She put up with Chris Brown for a minute. Dude. For a minute. For a you minute. You know, dude. For how much? And yeah, it's like he must have had a long one to hang around. That Supposedly that dude's fucking rocking a ham bone. Oh dude. yeah, dude, he has to be because how, up. how could you oh, like Ray hit multiple J. women? Everybody knows, but the girl with him still like you. Just don't know his other uh, four inches. You don't know about oh, exactly <laughs> Ray J. You can't see when we're like not around y'all. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, sure he hits me, but mostly it's my cervix. So. Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> <laughs> it's not just my eye that's black and blue. It's also her, my cervix. Her cervix has a black eye. That's oh, oh. Did you say black guy? I. Oh, I'm sorry. It has both. So I think we've established this. Phrasing, Lana. That's kind of phrasing. Um, But no, there's some bad horror sequels. We all know them, but there's also (laughs) some rad ones. I I just, I, I wish that people would take the time to take these franchises and love on them. And there are ones that are so bad that they kind of go around to being fun and good again. Like Gremlins Two. We're not talking about that. Haunting. Haunting. Just keep talking about Gremlins Two. Was a fantastic Netflix series that came out. It was actually literally frightening. I heard it, it was, was badass. Very fucking scary. And then they put out Haunting of Bly House. God, so they're doing a series. And the Bly House stuff, it's like old English romantic horror. Yeah, it's very it's gothic. gothic. It's very horror. boring. Um, it, boy, it doesn't land. Nope. I've been trying to watch it because it's a beautiful production value. Mm. Gina Hot Pants or what? What's her name? Yeah, I don't know. What's her name? I Gina, the one in yeah, in, in yeah yeah. She's. I don't in need it. Bronte horror. Yeah, I don't exactly. I don't need Dickinson horror. Nah. Um, <laughs> it doesn't I mean, land. Have you for ever me. seen? So the Haunting of Hill House was, I believe, it was a short story, but then. It was a play. Yeah. yeah. And so Jake, I saw Jake in The Haunting of Hill House, the play. Now, modern audiences probably remember the story best through that shitty movie with Catherine Zeta-Jones and Owen Wilson and fucking Liam Neeson called The Haunting. I don't think that was a, as bad as you're saying, by the way. Yeah. It just so was sorry. forgettable. And it was so, forgettable. So I, and I had seen, and then shortly after that, I saw the stage version of it. And I got to tell you, fucking horror movies are one thing, but rarely do plays these days do horror. And I think that it, that, that experience, while it's really happening right there and if the sound design's right the light design and the special effects are good enough it has got another level of horror when you're sitting there and you're actually like in it you see it happen that's great I would love to see more of that right more of that Sondheim horror theater that would be so fun to be able to put together a theater it reenactment of things that we love. Imagine stage shining oh, or stage. You know what I'm saying? Do it too. Nobody's done Especially it. Especially if Jake used his Elmo voice. <gasps> 
as, that would be as Jack Torrance that we cannot confirm that he did on the podcast. Uh, as Jack Torrance, true, true story. As hey everybody, no, he's the uh, <laughs> he, he's the caretaker, the, the old black oh, guy. Oh my god, uh, 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 Scat Scatman Crothers, just as with a normal voice. Oh my god! Where's the car? Hey Doc, Shining. you want hey, Doc? You want to know about the Shining? <laughs> Oh my god, that's the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. So we were talking about this a little bit earlier, like great horror sequels versus bad horror sequels. Yes. We we know there's some great ones. Uh, Evil Dead Two is the first thing that pops into my head Evil. as one I of the greatest. Believe, thank you, because I can't believe I didn't name that. Oh, as better than the first. Thank one. you. By You're far, right. By far better. Than the first and I'm going to go out. Evil Dead the remake was we, better and than we the said first. That. One. It was we better than the original, already. but not better than yeah. Evil Dead Two. <laughs> Sorry, Evil Dead Two is transcendent. Yeah, we're going to have to do a remake episode. Ooh, just talk about that's the top of my list. A Evil remake? Dead remake is one, Ooh. which by the way is not really? a remake. Are they because they no, said it's a, a different? It's a sequel. It's a sequel. It is. They should have called it Evil Dead. Well, then why didn't they bring it into the show? Um, because the show was so, fucking epic too. Ash versus the Evil Dead know, was one of the like, it was best a whole, horror things on television. That was Sam too, Raimi had yeah. very little to do with uh, Fetty Alvarez's. Yeah. Evil Dead. I thought he, he was, was like an exec producer he or was. something. Which, what right. the fuck does that mean? That just you means you just get money. money or, that just means you get money. No, it's get either you get credits. money or it's in exchange for, it's it's like part It's part for of rights. your payment. For rights. Yeah. You know, yeah. I think what he really did was get Bruce Campbell to be in the the stinger in the credits. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, he brought he brought Bruce in. He, I, they don't, I don't, I don't remember them even showing his face. It's just his voice, essentially. Yeah. But he picks the girl up and... Mm-hmm. Great fucking movie, by the way. I mean, The Evil Dead uh, yeah, remake, man. whatever you want to call it. I love it. I don't give a shit. That is such a great it's Halloween one of the, film. It's one of the best horror movies made in the last 10 years. Man, did I tell you about my experience seeing 100%. that on opening night here in Durango? Oh, you where, saw it in the so, theater? So I, I didn't saw it in the I was theater. there, dude. I, so you were there for that show, probably. But there was yeah. a point. You might have seen and heard me then because <laughs> Katie got mad at me because the part where they all, like, spoilers, the part where she shoves the fucking chainsaw straight through, like, Fuck, the demon's yeah. face. Oh, my God. It's just like, Rah. So nobody else in the theaters like me. They're all just normal fans that want to get scared. They're not like excited about not, the best horror effects they've ever seen. Sean Moe. No, so I just go, yeah! yeah. And I'm like, I'm like laughing, and Katie's like, dude, everybody's like horrified. Just calm the fuck down. You're screaming no. and laughing. That is, and I was that, like, I'm sorry. That deserved a yeah. The same way in that movie with the thing going through the dude's eye deserved yeah. a fucking oh my god. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna shit myself. There's so many There's oh my gods. So in many that oh my gods in that movie. But the tongue, but when the chick, tongue. well, oh. the tongue thing, obviously, uh, when the uh, the really hot mochaccino, yes, when uh, she's cutting her own face off, oh, and the dude God. walks in, yeah. and the sound—it's not even the what it looks it's like. The sound. It's, it's the pieces falling sound. Yeah. dude, how much? Just how much? Cutting her face off with a piece of glass, <laughs> dude. How much did you want to be a? F- I, I, I growing up in L.A. trying to do the actor cattle call, fucking being on fucking you know. You I must have been going, on a million horror movie cattle calls because mm, they. No, 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 no. I was on a lot of uh, commercial. Okay. Commercials where you make your money. So I went on a lot of like Bud Light, Doritos, yeah. all that. Were bullshit. you in any commercials? No, no. no? Um, so this is this was the deal when I started doing cattle calls. If you can get one national commercial, that's fifty grand. Wow, that's what that means to wow. you for, through residuals. So all these guys would do is land two nationals a year. Yeah, and they're done. Wow, that was it. That was yeah. a wrap. Right. The problem is this: 
for to be to, to be considered viable in Hollywood, you have to either be hyper good looking like model, hmm. or you have to be uh, the six foot seven guy with the big red afro that's oh, fat. Yeah. You have to be a character. You have to be hyper good looking. Yeah. If yeah, you're a normal yeah. person, mm-hmm. you don't get work. Yeah. So everybody was like going in there with like you know I mean, they were they were they were exaggerations of reality mm-hmm. in one end or the other. So I never got anywhere. Yeah, all the I normal did get people to a final we call. Yeah. I did get to a final call of the Bud Light commercial where dudes are doing a car wash and they're in like speedos. <laughs> I got to the final call of that. I was very proud of it. Uh, if uh, all, did you give him the right headshot, the one that we've seen? Because that would have sold it. No, I did the headshot. I thought that was Schmidt's gay. I mean, <laughs> it was Schmidt's. <laughs> I, I think I'm going to like know what, it here. You know what's uh, problem? Yeah. Do you know what the problem with the Schmitz ad was? I missed call. Right. Call was at 11 a.m. Uh, I thought it said 11 come p.m. On. Come on. I overslept. I he had his fuchsia I was fucking doing, banana hammock on and everything. I was giving up my bussy with poppers. Yeah. Sandler was Just terrible saying. in that anyways. You could have taken that part. Thank you, sir. <laughs> um, no, but that, dude, we're going to talk horror more and more and more because that's who we are and that's what we love. Yeah. Moving Speaking of on that, to, you need to, the, the audio, I'm not relying on the audience anymore. Nobody has sent in any uh, horror movie suggestions no, for none, the last two none. pieces on the list. So I'm thinking I'm going to put the way into one of those Dude, slots because you already mentioned the listen wailing. to me the wailing is the best horror movie made in the last 10 years and I'll go on record I love horror as much as I love anything yeah. and I'm telling you this movie why it's not on the pantheon of the best horror movies of all time is mm-hmm. beyond me yeah. it does it hits it scratches every itch to what you want to do as a, a watcher and you'll love it the acting it's funny it's kind of like um like it's emotional in a mm-hmm. weird way, and it also does every single trope. Zombie, occult, vampire, like, it hits everything, and it's done brilliantly. And that's time. Yep, sorry. Top This said if we use their ad that we can only talk about foreign films for 30 seconds. Okay, oh, sorry. Boom. All right, we're yeah, out. Because they're on American. Um, Bobby, do you want to end on yours, or do you want to start with yours? Um, I'm going to start with sad? mine. Is it Mine's a little sad. It's not the national. Um, Matt Berninger from the national. Mm. I asked you who he yeah. was. Yeah. He announced his first solo album, um, which I had no clue that he was even and doing. And you're a huge national guy. I am a huge national yeah. guy. Shoegaze, um, brother. Very uh, singer songer writery, um, Emotional. It's yeah. very emotional. Um, but also great fucking musicians, yeah. you know. They, like, are, they really and are. And it's not trite. Really it's not, because there's, you can say, that's when I try to say an emotional songwriter. I'm not trying to say emo. That's a different kind of, that's almost like a, yeah. it's almost like a sound and it's, awful i'm talking about you know just the the kind of content the kind that the lyrics actually are digging into your soul i mean the national have always been really interesting to me because they were labeled as alt country dudes in their which first incarnation weird. which was super weird super but i kind of got it they were very like uh rootsy singer songwriter yeah. when they first started yeah. um they they've just evolved into a, a much fucking more interesting group of individuals and they Berninger as a songwriter and as a vocalist definitely injects a lot of irony and and fun I mean some of those songs from the national where you're listening to it you're like god oh, this is a sad song until you like but, but you listen hear to the, the lyrics, lyrics and you're like right. actually this is the funniest it, fucking exactly, thing I've ever heard exactly you know, and, that, and that's why I love the national but so much that comes from a history of like Cocteau Twins yes. and, and, and yes. there's there's a huge that's shoegaze a great history of yeah. where this comes from wow um, but but I, I love the national for that reason I haven't it, been impressed by you 
in several months. Yeah, well, it oh. happens, dude. I come but here. In, we are <laughs> like like my penis. I come in spurts. I got. <laughs> So the song, the song that I want to play from Matt Berninger is called One More Second. I want to hear this really bad. All right, let's play listen. It. Play it. Play it. Baby, don't lie to me. You know that I believe you. Always in love with someone. If it ain't me, come on. Just give me a little more time. Give me a little bit of warning. Baby, I'm gonna be fine When I figure out where I'm going Yeah, dude, it. it's it. very cinematic too. I hear, yes. like I see like a romantic, that's interesting drama movie. Very happening love that you say that. That's, that's really it's very fucking cinematic, actually. Yeah, they are. That. He as, and I honestly don't know how much of the lyrics and vocals that he actually writes for the National. So like the the heart and soul of the National is these uh, the Desendorf yeah. brothers. Mm. So there's two brothers in the band, and they're pretty much attributed with all the musical. Like they write the songs. Well, it depends on the publishing. You'd have to look at where exactly. the publishing lies, yeah. right? So I'm, I'm guessing, obviously, Matt probably comes in and writes his own lyrics for a lot of shit. And if he does, he's such a quirky, funny, interesting songwriter. Yeah, like yeah, so many of his songs it. are he, just it, fucking. And his very, delivery, his voice is amazing. It's very sultry. It's very loungy. It so it's lounge lizard yeah. sort of fucking. It, it. And the last thing I'll say on Matt. Um, before we move on to Aaron, is he drinks way too much fucking white wine while he's performing. Yeah. He gets fucked up. Good. And toward the end of the show, it becomes a nightmare sometimes. He shits his pants. Because he's just fucking crawling on people, and he's just fucking can barely enunciate. I love it. I love it. He's a, he loves he's, his white wine. He's an artiste. Flat, flat. Uh, Chablis, I'm uh, guessing. I don't know. I, is it a it would be Sauvignon? Rad. I don't know. It would be rad if it was a Chablis. It'd be Riesling. awesome to be a Chablis, dude. If it was a Vouvray <laughs> or like, okay. But if it's um, fucking if like. It's Chenin, if it's Chenin Blanc, I'll suck his dick. I, okay. Well, we're moving on. Well played. Thank you, sir. Super <laughs> on brand for our audience, boys. Let's so, keep talking about yeah, white wine. Spoken like a true sommelier. Yeah, like a, like a <laughs> oh. what did you call it? A, a, a Celtier. A Celtier. Bobby is a uh, level two Celtier. I am a level if two Celtier. If you guys want to ask him about uh, seltzers, mm-hmm. you can write us and call us and ask him about different seltzers. He just got his level mm-hmm. two Celtier. So, Bobby, how do you feel about beautiful. new world seltzers versus old world seltzers? Oh, that's, that's an argument. <laughs> That's an argument. Do you inject CO2 or natural ferment? Oh, There's a lot of stuff to talk shit. about. I think the New World seltzers are sort of heady, but very uh, trite sometimes. Little, you little know what trite I mean? and ephemeral? Yeah. yeah. Way too ephemeral. Way too ephemeral. You know, the Avery's, they sort of just fade. Well, that being said, the Old World seltzers can be a little too earthy. We get it, but it's of like, course. it's well, too much. You we know get what, it. though? But they're real. They're earthy because the roots are grown. <laughs> we got to stop this bullshit. Okay. Aaron, what's so, wrong did so, you Did you just, Bobby just full on He fade me. He fade me. He just I fade went you. full hand down. Bobby, Bobby is Faye and has a lisp. Okay. <laughs> I'm Faye. I have a lisp and <laughs> I smash so much puss. So much pussy. <laughs> He's a gash. Bobby, Bobby gets all the pussy. So we're going to move on to. <laughs> just that one chick. Okay, go on, Chick Boy. The one that so, wanted it. There's a gentleman named Homeboy Sandman. I know that's a funny name. Ha <laughs> ha, let's all laugh. So there's a guy that is called Homeboy Sandman. He's been putting out work for uh, over a decade. He did a uh, collab with Aesop 
who is one of our favorite MCs of all time. It's that Lice Project shit, and he was dope. I'm a big fan of this guy. He has a new album, and he came out with a single that I didn't do called Trauma that was uh, about him. It was a molestation song, and it was really Ooh. hard to listen to. And uh, But it was beautifully written and really sentient. And uh, this song is called Extinction, and I... I I'm wrapping my head around the fucking um, symbolism of this. Um, he's talking about dinosaurs being extinct, but he's talking about cool people being extinct. He's like, remember when all the cool people were around and now we're finding their bones? Um, it's interesting. I, I'm, I'm trying to still wrap my head around the uh, symbolism of it. This is new incarnation of De La Soul. This is Pasta Noose's rhyme flow brought to life. Bold. One more time. Uh, dude, Bold. and d- tell me I'm wrong, dog. Bold. Listen to this shit. All right. Proclamations. Happening. I wish that I could give the planet Earth a spanking. Different frustrations I allude to in the hook. Right now, a talent crazy as Aretha Franklin is an unknown because she doesn't have the look. I find I come across a lot of non believers, with the exception of believing in the hype. And you're not relevant unless you're as big as Bieber. And you're an activist as long as you can type. As a human, I can't help but feel the shame in my system when the signals are relayed. I don't think it's that I have a fear of change. Homeboy Salmon, and um, I don't know why he only has like fucking 1,600 subscribers. What's wrong with you people? You guys subscribe well, to fucking this, any dickhead. This sh- Well, this is very niche, though. This is very like conscious. Yeah. This is very yeah, but, but this, heady. This, but, is, this is the art exhibit that not everybody's going to go to. No, I understand that. And I'm not trying to I'm not trying to flare out like that. I'm just saying, like, this guy's clearly doing stuff that other people are not doing. And why that. that wouldn't be attractive to artists. If you're an artist, you seek other artists and you want people to challenge you and drive you. And this guy's doing that. He worked with, well, how many real our, artists are there? There are people that will call well, that's themselves all subjective. artists. I'm just, yeah. I, you, I'm asking that's rhetorical. Yeah. I'm asking you yeah. as an artist. And I, mine's rhetorical too. I'm just being like, and think about how saying? many people are not like they say, they just say artist they're an is artist, a label. but they ain't an artist. But, but th- what does that mean to you? What mm-hmm. is an artist? So guys, we're going to clutch a little bit. Um, I know uh, we're, we're being, Rowdy and and roustabouts, um, Sean Moriarty. Yes, I'll pronounce your name right just for the segment. That's crazy. What do you have to say to these fucking fine knuckle dicks? <sighs> you don't even, so you don't even I don't know, even have Dave. anything. I you got have, nothing. I honestly just I got nothing. We're gonna go to Bobby. First, Come back then. to me. Come back to me. <laughs> Boy, thanks for um, the preparedness. I've, I've probably used this. I don't know. Ten three, times, three dozen times on this <laughs> podcast, just because I I think I go through a breakup every six weeks. You think <laughs> you do? You know you do. No, I, I I just love the sentiment, and oddly enough, it comes from an old member of the Whiskey Room, one, one of the original, one of the OGs Fresh or the other of guy? the Whiskey Room, Dougie Fresh. All right, said this thing to me years ago, years ago. And it stuck with me, and it's probably the only smart thing that fucker's ever said in his entire life. And I love him. I love him. Uh, but he said, uh, you got to love him on the way in. Love him on and the way love out. him on the way out. Yeah, brother. And it just, 
it always fucking resonates with me. That. And I never pay attention to no, it. No, I can't do it. I never pay attention well, to it. You remember it. what Aaron said? He's no. like, no, as soon as it's over, scorched earth, you don't exist. Exactly. You're dead to me. Fuck me off. too. Yeah. No, and it's not the right thing to do. I had a conversation with Rex today about it. So essentially, I, I this can't. is Dougie Fresh's pearl of wisdom. And oh, me Jesus. telling you, I can't fucking do that. I'm going to blow your whole scene I'm up. I'm going to blow your shit up, bro. <laughs> blow your whole scene up. <laughs> I can't believe you just said that. <laughs> Listen, babe, I'm going to blow your whole scene up. I mean, your scene is on fucking, <laughs> on <Yeah>. my radar. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to say it's on fleet. Put us on fleet. It's not definitely on fleet. Um, yeah. yeah, dude. I got a problem. You're in the crosshairs, boo. Yeah, go, go. You know, my pearl of wisdom is you don't always have to have a fucking pearl of wisdom. I was unprepared, didn't have anything, and I was like, I'm not going to sit here and try to come up with something, no. some kind of thing that you should be living your lives by yeah. or like be thinking about even. Sometimes you just don't have anything good to say. Today's not your fucking day. Yeah, so if you don't have anything good to say, keep your fucking mouth shut. And if you're running a business, you probably shouldn't side so hard politically that you piss off the entire fucking region. Why did he... T- uh, the, the, he's from Long Island, apparently. So, um, Although yeah. you turned that into an actual pearl of wisdom. That was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> you pivoted the halfway non, into that. I got nothing, into but here's pearl. the thing I'm going to fucking tell you that's a in exactly a pearl of wisdom. Oh, and another and a side pearl <laughs> on that one. Side pearls. Go get some cream bean berry ice cream or a local ice cream store Thank near you. you. Fuck Thank frozen you. yogurt. It's a joke. It's a lie. It's actually worse for you because it's Fro- way more sugar. It's a travesty. It's a shitload of sugar it's and they travesty. take away all the fat and they tell you that it's healthy. Meanwhile, yeah, check out the MAGA hat wearing chicken, the fucking indoor fucking scooter. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The rascal? Yeah. Guys. Um, you mean the one with three ass cheeks? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, how do you have two butts? That's mm-hmm. weird. Um, <laughs> Every time I went in there, Gilbert Grape's mom was being removed from the side with a crane. They had to b- put a fucking hole in the side of the yogurt shop there just to get mom out. There is an old adage saying, hold your piss. And that means, like, bite your lip. Yeah. Hold your words. And I'm going to say to you right now, do not hold your piss. Um, get out. Speak. Don't be shy. Um, I'm getting strapped. Everybody I know is getting strapped. If you want smoke on this fine, fine year that we're having, you can get some smoke. Yeah. I, I am not putting up with shit anymore. I'm not going to be a, a dilettante. I'm not going to be gentle. I'm not going to be uh, uh, have soft hands or kid gloves about life anymore. The next three weeks before the election, we need to um, make a decision for ourselves. Mobilize. Yep. Yep. We're there. Yep. We're there. Tell We're you. We're at the precipice of all the bad. It's happening right in front of us. And if you don't do anything, one way or the other, I don't care how you vote. And if you look at the numbers right care. now. I'm sorry. I didn't, yeah. didn't mean to. No, no me, you're good. Yeah. You're good. You're right. Like the numbers where we're at right now, we're a third of the way fucking done. We're done. Yeah. It was what, 67 million per? I, I, yeah, I think man. overall, what, 130 it's million people or some shit like that to fucking vote? Dude, we're almost there. Like, like we're fucking way ahead we're of the down fucking the game. road. And when Keep they de- voting, when they declare that it's fake, where there's going to be problems, I want everybody to hold tight. I want everybody to get strapped. I want everybody to stay home. I want everybody to do the right thing. Don't instigate. No, because we want to, and I want to. I I want to go to the polls and get smoked. But. Please do your part. Um, the only thing I can say is there's a lot of things that are bad, and there's a lot of suck going on. And we, I know we shit on Primus all the time. We're retiring Primus. Guys, you paid your dues. I love you. 
I don't. But what I'm saying, I love you. We are, we, our focus is now set upon, our scope is now set upon a different business. So if you can't top this, then you what? You top that. Give me the back my hand.